0: Yeah, this is another episode of um, 30 Minutes with Mark. Um, this time around, uh, it's a very good Thursday. Yeah, it has been maybe a week or two Yeah, since we talked last. Uh, but I've been good, been fine. Things here and there. So, to ruddy, since last time, uh, things that have happened, uh, of course... Leclerc and uh, the Ferrari team they have won the Bahrain Grand Prix Uh, they are still doing very very good after the last week that is the Sunday uh, Saudi Arabia Grand Prix as well taking second and third position. so those are two podiums by two team members over a span of two weeks in the first two races and we really are not seeing Lewis Hamilton. Uh, of course, we did saw him in the very, very first race. Uh, he was the the third after Checo Perez's car broke the engine. Really, really, just failed, and that 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 happened. This is the craziest thing about Formula One. But, anyways, there has been some words from, of course. Uh, the Mercedes camp saying that this is just, you know, the beginning stages. Tonight in Australia, on the 8th to 10th of April, to they are trying to trick the car around. But it looks like the Mercedes car or the driver, especially Lewis Hamilton, is not really feeling the car that good at this particular moment. So we're just going to give him that particular chance and see because... It's just the beginning of the race. Just the beginning of the season. We're still a very long way to go. That is on the uh, world of Formula One. Trying to catch up there. The thing also that we talked about last time, or I talked about, was um, Rosalia's album, Motomami. And Motomami performed very, very well among critics. Then why am I bringing this particular subject up? Because. Among the things that we use to measure the success of an album is the weekend sales. And that is reflected on the Billboard Hot 100 and the Hot and the 200 charts. But we didn't see any of the songs from Motomami in either the Hot 100 or 200. So the 200 is for the albums and the Hot 100 are for the songs. So what is this? Um, phenomena um, that the music will be very popular with music critics. Lakini, like the market reception is very, very low. Or you a ketchup eye But this has been the case for Rosalia. And I am not so surprised at this particular instance because the sound Itself, as I said last time, was a bit experimental. Um, we used Rosalia to hear her on a certain range, but not in this particular range. So that is on the side of that particular album, and these weird forces between critics and the market, and what critic says, and what is you know, supposedly accepted by the masses in consumption. So after that, after that, a very nice thing about billboard. I want to take again another stance at the billboards because this week we saw the introduction of the first Afrobeats charts in, of course, the billboard charts. So these are going to be looking at Everything Afrobeats from Africa and put it up there. So, sales from streaming services, blah, 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 whatever that, that. So, there will be a very special category of that into uh, Billboard charts. So, Billboards cater a lot to the American market, of course, but you know, they're reflective of a lot. Uh, ad- many artists really want to be in those particular charts. But in the UK we have the official charts and they had already introduced these lists, especially or oh, in particular, the Afro Beats section. So when you look at these two charts, Utaona <speaking> kuna <in> mfanano <Spanish> wa nyimbo, ambazo Bazo kwenye official top forty, I mean like the official charts. But the biggest question was, what are Afrobeats? Because Afrobeats are not in as time goes on. So, does it mean this is just limited to only Afrobeats songs from Africa? Let's say, for example, you have a very nice performing Ama piano track that a piano track won't enter into these particular charts. You know, it's, it's a little bit crazy, if you ask me. Like, yes, but no, at the same time. So maybe we needed a different name, maybe. But it is what it is. The world is catching up to AfroBeats currently. So let's give it some time and see. But the inclusive, the inclusivity, yes. Kuwona wasanii kutoka same zingine wakiingia katika chats za billboard za afrobeats. Ineze kwa mtiani sana na inaeze wa force wasanii waachi kufanya mahali yambo ya wanafanya wakafanya afrobeats ili waweze kuingia katika chats za billboard. But the m- crazy thing about that is when you go to Nigeria and you meet Siki, you meet Teddy, you meet Rema, you meet Joyboy, you meet Fireboy, the list is very, very tight. You know, you can't easily shake off those acts. Like all the A-listers from Nigeria who are doing pure Afrobeats or what is termed Afrobeats and compare it to someone else from a different market trying to do that particular genre. To me sounds a little bit crazy but again it is what it is is it is the world that we are supposedly living in so that is music side i'm not really sure if i'm gonna mention music anymore but let's see how this goes so the music side is done um we have i have come across yes i want to talk about the series that I've been watching this week and really, really been happy with. And that is going to be The Peaky Blinders Season 6, specifically Episode 5. It's Just one episode before the finale because the finale is just... I mean, like this season, Season 6, is supposed, supposed to have only six episodes. But in this particular episode, it really, really is crazy how the camera was moving with the action you know I mean like when you watch a movie you just watch a movie but when you watch a movie and you pay attention to how the camera is inviting you into the action that to me was a very crazy thing to pull made quite immersed in the experience of the that particular episode. And the technicalities of how the camera was used, the angles that were used, really pulled you into the scene and wanted you to experience what exactly it means to be in that particular situation or that particular scenario. And to me, that is going to just be really, really a nice recommendation if you're looking for a series to watch this particular time. Maybe you're watching, you're waiting to binge watch it. Maybe you've watched it before. But Peaky Blinders definitely is a must-watch as a TV series. So after that, uh, yes, the Oscars. The Oscars had a lot of things, you know, the Will Smith, Chris Rock. But I really don't want to talk about that. Kito macho kimewotia sana kwenye Oscars ni the movie Dune inashinda, katika categories ambazo yemeshinda sound, production editing, uh, cinematography I think, so two tuzo sita in total kwenye Oscars na every one of those it really deserved So, it's one of those movies that when you watch you really just get immersed and love it and especially if you watch it on a big screen and proper sound, you know how they have cooked everything together—the visuals, how it looks, the compositions, and even the director, the story behind that—it's very, very crazy. And Denis Villeneuve, who is the director of Dune, ali sema kumbali kisoma to cha Dune ali na miaka kumi natano na from that particular point, Ikaani Kamavila Atataka Kutengeneza movie based on that particular book. So I think Sasevi is like maybe 50 or something. So maybe it took around maybe 40 years up katikati, for him to come to this particular point and make a movie that he has always wanted to make as a kid. So that is not a, by no means a small feat. And... The passion that he has poured into the project is really really good and being the book being the the movie being based on a book that was written in the 1950s yeah 1950s or 70s around there is really really crazy but his interpretation of that is very very nice but the only other thing that many people were criticizing the movie for was how slow it was moving and i think i understand their concerns because it was more like laying around the foundation for the characters because there is going to be a part two of this particular movie so how they layered around the characters and building the worlds of dune is just beautiful so that's another recommendation if you haven't watched Dunes, dune the movie yeah during the movie please do and uh composer ni hanzima one of the greatest composers of this generation you know he just does magic when he composes scores so definitely give it a um give it a watch and there is another one movie there as well yeah it's called drive my car and drive my car is based on the book by Haruki Murakami. There's a story in um, the book by Haruki Murakami called Men Without Women. And in that book, that is a collection of stories, there's this one story that is called Drive My Car. I really love the movie. I really love the plot um, and how they tried to put these two and two together and created a movie off of that. And that movie... go and win an oscar so definitely a very nice japanese themed very slow moving movie but full of in those silences you find that there is story there is this room for growth and understanding the characters even more in a this very bright and good picture so that is that and there's also Uh, Samuel L. Jackson got his first uh, Oscar after a very long period of time, since he started acting, actually. Made billions, did maybe 150-plus movies, yeah, that he appeared in. And then he's winning an Oscar today, an honorary award. So it was, there was a lot in the Oscars and beautifully made, so to say. So, try to look at the movies that won some of them like dune um, like drive my car uh definitely those are going to be movies that you enjoy watching king richard i haven't watched king richard but king richard is also a very good movie coda is a nice movie as well uh, it's called the child children of deaf adults so coda um, has a very nice plot as well so find that as well and watch it uh, but there is sign language in there and the communication and how they put that one they pulled off that that, that whole acting is just beautiful in its own way and um, not to finalize there's a certain concept that I'm seeing uh, that Yashiski is coming with this is a musician from Kenya and it's called Shin City and I must say When I was listening to how he was talking about it to the media, you know, addressing what exactly is this Shin City, I was just struck because he really took live performance to another level. And it's a very beautiful concept, so to say, and the first for himself. But the reasons that he's trying to lay around and tell you that what is behind all this makes so much sense for an artist to do in this point in time and it really is beautiful to watch that particular process and i'm really saying if you can um, go to the show definitely go to the show because it is going to just be an experience and that is the thing that he wants to create for you by the way i mean i'm not even getting sponsorship out of this i can't but my love for his music is just that that if you get time and money to invest in a talent like nyash you just better do it because it pays off and seeing an artist trying to break barriers and trying to do something that is very, very different from what you are used to see every day, tata sana, and that brings me to another subject, something that I've seen or heard this particular week, and that was, you know, with bongo flavor. Wasani onasema kwa mbwa, wa Nigeria kujia Africa, Wanakuja Tanzania. It wa Nigeria ona kujia Africa. It Nigeria Tanzania, and they come and they take our bags money to me and then they bounce. Lakini, najaribu Kwangalia, how Muziki Kutoka South Africa na Nigeria, Unavofika Tanzania. And a very close example name to Kama Anko Waffles. Her first international gig I think was here. But when was that exactly? It was immediately after her video went viral. So her video went in viral And then she comes and performs in Tanzania. Now, do we have Tanzanian artists who are going viral at that particular rate? You know, everything that you look, every artist that has been here has had a monumental effect. You know, their music has had a monumental effect on the people throughout the continent so in one way they do deserve to come and take the bag but i'm not just gonna say wana but what are artists in tanzania doing with that particular information Wana act are they closer to people who book these artists for these particular shows to know why are they booking them you know like business wise because that is business why are you booking Artist X, why are you not booking me? Are even Tanzanian artist available for booking for that matter? Are they even available for touring for that matter? Have they um uh kama kufanya show? Right? So that is that is a certain thing that I've been thinking about and asking myself. our uh, artist asking these questions. Are they closer to these people? Ili mushwa siku, words, you know, and then no actions and knowing Kwamba solutions exist out zipo within our capabilities. You know, so ya kwangalia, if you have um, an idea of how this should be done or why this is the case, please just comment on below of this on my twitter at mc ngotonie and then we can have a good chat about it um i'd really love to hear what you think about the issue of tanzanian artists saying they're not getting the bag and artists from south africa and nigeria are taking all the money from them supposedly or realistically another thing it is 30 minutes never knew that it's this many so we are remaining with 10 so with 10 minutes remaining um, world cup qualifiers um, that was done uh, Senegal went Ghana went uh, mystery Omebaki, Nigeria Omebaki um italy olibaki as well one get to king in the world cup qualifiers yeah um why am i losing my chain of thoughts now <laughs> i'm losing my chain of thoughts oh again music i listen to a lot of music anyways so music there has been new music released yesterday and i think i wanted to talk about this this is cubana by joy boy uh he has been quiet for some time uh but he's he has come back with cubana and i think it's a very very hot 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 track um the video is going to be even madness if if he releases it because i have this picture in my head of how crazy the video might look like so it's a very nice song very danceable very vibey, very moody. Uh, check that one out uh, in case you're listening to music as well. And Diamond released his video with Zuchu. Tasubiri, um, right? Uh, Tasubiri. A track that I was also looking forward to a lot uh, because of the vibe, the writing. I think the pen in that track is just spectacular. Um, can we put it in the, like, the list of duets that have been way way better in tz in terms of you know all the duets that have been done um maybe let me know what do you think what do you think what do you think are your best duets and duets between um male and female singer singing in one song and you know come on oh, and talk, well, they are talking about the same thing to me, I think Lady JD and Professor J Niamin is still my favorite duet, if I have that correct. Uh, yeah, it's it, that, that track is very nice. I love it. Um, I can't remember all the duets out of my head, but I think Zuchu and Diamond have a very nice way of working together. But this is the pen that is very relatable. Now Nizuri Sana, when you look at it, it has climbed Vizuri here in the charts in the in terms of YouTube numbers, which is good. And so win-win situation. And it has been known that Diamond has maybe shoot all ten videos out of his album four. So those are also gonna come out as well. And um, the Tanzanian Music Awards, they're finally going to take place on the 2nd of April. Um, after some, of course, teething problems, as I like to call them, um, we're going to see the first of those on the 2nd of April. And I hope um, in my next session, we'll be able to talk about them in a certain way or form. But for now, just so, the awards are taking place on the 2nd. And on the 3rd of April, the Grammys, uh, they have been forwarded like twice. They were supposed to take place in January, Mara February, Mara COVID. Now it's April. So we have Grammys as well on April. And um, interesting categories as always. The hip-hop category. Here in Aquagana Interest summer. Of course, we have Nas there. We have Tyler the Creator. Uh, we have J. Cole. Who else are we having there? I don't remember the other name. But we have those three. And there is one more. Yeah. I'm not really saying that my vote is going to. My vote is going to Tyler the Creator. I think his album was. Quite peculiar and different from every other album, yeah, vibe-wise. Because Tyler, the creator, have come to know him as a very sublime. Anabadilika sana, ana badilika na mazingira, na niki tu kizuri mzungu wake una kuwa una reflect Vito mabo. And I've been techniques of a production and I've addressed Kila Kitu. So, yeah, just fingers crossed. I'm putting my few cents on um, Tyler the Creator for that hip hop award. Uh, who else? Who else? Yes, billions. I really want to talk about billions because I think the show has been getting some bad rap recently because Bobby Axelrod is no longer there so the show is immediately bad something that I don't think so Kabisa. I don't agree because I think the writers have been doing an amazing job writing for these characters Mike Prince is a different character he's a different guy with his own set of whatever it is that he wants to accomplish in a way that he wants to accomplish it not the same as Damien Lewis of course but it's just that the show is still good in my eyes at least beautiful show yeah so up to that particular point I have three minutes more so three minutes more of talking about yes yes snapchat and facebook did you know that facebook wanted to buy snapchat and snapchat said no So Mark Zuckerberg decided that he is going to take some small, small features out of Snapchat like disappearing stories and put them into Instagram and maybe WhatsApp at that particular time. And of course, tiny bits of it in Facebook as well so that he can take in more younger people. That whole saga uh, of, if you want to get it in full, the Snapchat, Facebook thing, you can uh, find it in this podcast. Very nice one, Business Wars. and just search Snapchat and Facebook. It's a very interesting story as well uh, to get to hear. And that made me think, like a CEO of like Mark Zuckerberg Kaliba. What does he think about? What are his worries? What is he trying to accomplish at the end of the day? Right, so Business Wars, the Snapchat and Facebook story. A very good one. I think it's four parts. Uh, Of course, they have an additional one on TikTok as well. So you might find one, you might find that one very beautiful and informative so up to that particular point this week i don't have anything else to say or talk about thank you for joining me for all this time uh and i wish you a very nice weekend because i'm literally just going to upload this on thursday like like right 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 now after i'm done recording it and then we can see how it comes with it. So till next time, I was your host, Mark Nkotinia. Take care and be safe. Bye bye.